0: All right, KISS Army. Welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. <laughs> and take two. Uh, welcome to episode 292 <laughs> of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. I'm a, an idiot. <laughs>
1: But, uh, <laughs> no, you're you're an idiot. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> it's
0: Ugh. it's really early. It's six o'clock in the morning. I've been up for half an hour and I'm on my second <laughs> cup hot. of tea. But, you know what? It's uh it's kind enough of a- Andy Moyen to join us to give us <laughs> a recap of the first show of leg five of the Kiss Never Ending of the Road Tour. Leg um, fi- <laughs> which which kicked off last night in what city, what town?
1: In Chester, New Hampshire. Okay, New Hampshire. Thank you. Or
0: Let's, some people uh... they
1: call around here,
0: it's called Match Vegas. Well, it's a little outside my wheelhouse of any places I've ever been. I don't think I've been to New Hampshire. I've been to Vermont, um, but that's as as far (laughs) as I ever got. I used to go to camp in the Adirondacks, and we got dragged off across the border or something. It's so long ago, I don't remember. But anyway, you know, it's basically one year ago since the End of the Road tour kicked off, January the 31st in Vancouver, which was, of course, a show I flew into to go and see. But you guys drove up from Boston to... uh, participate in a lot of fun and excitement for this the show before we talk about the show i want to just talk about you guys going up there and some of the fun that you've had because obviously you always organize meetups you, you you're great in getting fans together bringing people to pretty cool places to have a drink or you know a conversation before a show so what did you do this year for this one and uh, you know kind of how have you celebrated this weekend
1: uh well um Hey, well, we did it at a place called Murphy's Tap Room yeah, across the street from the arena, kind of diagonally. And uh, I have my buddy there, uh, Pasquale, or Pasque as people call it, from Kiss Ammunition. And actually, Pasque is in the house, so I'll throw him on for here for a couple seconds. So he can get in on this because uh, he helps out too. And uh, uh, it's pretty easy, man. You know, contact the boss, say, hey, man, you want a bunch of Kiss fans raiding your place and making you a lot of money? The end. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's, that's basically what it is. And, you really? know, it's here, like, money, yeah.
0: will you do money. it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, they always ask, oh, well, what do you want? Well, what I want is, uh, you know, can we, can we just, how can come hang out. I mean, it's a bar anyways, people are going to come hang out anyways. But, uh, it was like, hey, can you play the Kiss tunes? Which they didn't. That's probably the biggest front flank from last night is they didn't play the Kiss tunes. I thought it was weird, but people didn't even say it, but, but it was packed. The place was super packed. Um. You know, we started at 4:30. It was an upstairs and then the downstairs. We were downstairs so like ten of us to start, and and there were a lot of people already upstairs. But they were like, "Oh, you guys, all the Kiss fans go downstairs." So we're like, "Oh, we're getting put in a dungeon in the cold at first. It's kind of weird." It was like, and then all of a sudden, like by like 4:30, 5 o'clock, it's like, wham! All of a sudden, just like people all over the place. It was, it was fun. Uh, again, people are, like thanking us left and right. It's, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, but I guess it's a. I don't know. I've just been doing it for so long, doing these kind of things, just trying to get people together. Old friends, you know, meet up with old friends from around the world again or United States, wherever you come from, and then, uh, you know, try to make new friends. Some people are like, wow, this is pretty cool. It's the first time I ever did this. So that's interesting in that perspective. And uh, that's what we did. So uh, that's, you know, pretty cool again. Uh, You know, Pascal, you know, from Kiss Army Nation jumped in. Pascal, where are you? Get over here. Now, he's from Toronto, isn't he? No, he's from uh, Montreal.
0: Ooh, 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 I'm in trouble hey, now.
1: It, man, I'm from New England. He's from Montreal. We're not fighting him. I actually let him sleep up here. So you can talk about that. Here, I'll throw him on for a few minutes, and then you can throw my ugly mouth yeah, ball. Yeah, cool. Right? Yeah, yeah. Why not? What the hell, right? Yeah, j- jump on Wait. in
0: here. Have a new hey, guest he's on the a, show.
1: He's a, he's a virgin, too, right? On the show? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to get questions. He's always has the questions for the virgins. Here we go. Oh. Ready? <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Pasquale from Kiss Army <laughs>
0: Hey, everyone. Pascal hey. from Kiss Army Nation. Hey, how you doing, buddy?
2: I'm good, you? Thanks good. for having me. It's awesome. Hey, my no first problem. Time. My first yeah.
0: time. Well, well, good to meet you. And, you know, I always put new folk who come on my show uh, through the ringer. And I want to know about you as a Kiss fan. How did you become a Kiss fan?
2: Oh, my goodness. Um... I became a Kiss fan. I was eight years old in 1976. I was always into uh, horror movies, sci-fi, and I remember being outside listening to people talking about the Catman, the Star Child, and people are, and I was like, asking myself, "Whoa, what is that about?" You know. So they told me go check out the record stores. And so I went and I um, my first album, Destroyer, and that made an impact on me. Seeing seeing the the cover with the, with the Kiss behind a devastated city, uh, very comic book like, you know, and I bought it and uh my first song and my first song, my favorite song always detroit rock city you know the the car starting up and the car crash at the end um God of Thunder with uh the screaming child it was it was so creepy, you know it very it spoke horror to me and I, and I was basically hooked ever since. That's
0: awesome. So I'm going to make you pick a favorite kiss album. Is it going to be that first one that, you know, your first introduction or is there another album in the catalog that is the one? If you were only, if you're going on a
2: desert island, you were allowed to take one kiss album. What would that one kiss album be? Well, as a, as a kid, believe it or not, Andy, I'm sorry, the first three albums I did not like. It grew on. I did not like it. I found it too heavy, too loud for me at, at that age, you know. And it grew on me as I uh, as I got older, and it became my favorites. Um, Destroyer was my first album, but it wasn't my favorite. If I were to bring one album, the definitive album, Alive.
0: Yep, can't go wrong with that. Now, what flavor of Kool Aid do you drink? Who's your favorite member of the Originals? Paul Stanley. Definitely yes. Paul Stanley. Yeah, another one. So always, always nice to hear love for Paul Stanley. Why? <laughs>
2: Um. Okay. I, 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 found, I found Paul is the musician of the band. I'm not saying Ace, Peter, and, and, and Gene are not, but um, he, in terms of musicianship, singing, his voice, um, he was, in my opinion, the best. I mean, come on, Phantom of the Opera, when he did that in 1999, that was just incredible. Uh, at the time I was married, and my and my my wife at the time was a big fan of Phantom of the Opera, and she thought Paul Stanley he's from Kiss, he's going to ruin it. Yeah, she wasn't a Kiss fan. That's why I'm divorced. And um, <laughs> and um, she was and she was and she was blown away from it, you know. So it just says something about uh, Paul Stanley. He doesn't cater to just Kiss fans. His solo stuff is amazing. I'm I'm looking forward to his Soul Train stuff as well.
0: Yeah, that's going to be fun. Paul Stanley is the artist in the yeah. band, and, and he really does bring that kind of artistic um, value to the band Absolutely. and its music, and a very important part. And as a front man, yeah, he, he was my favorite member. He's the, the guy right. who made me a fan of Kiss. Um, it was kind of obviously mid-80s for me, but just how he kind of presented himself and how he acted was just cool. He is, oh, yeah. he is the breeze, always has been the still front to, man, still to this day without compare. So have you had fun at this
2: uh, first show? And how many other shows have you seen on the end of the road tour so far? This, this is my ninth. It's my ninth and it's my 69th show in total. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's people tell me, Oh, you've seen the same show over and over again. True. And. Even last night, my last show, my ninth show, rather, I wasn't fist in the air, let's go, let's go. I was just sitting back, well, standing up, um, reflecting, just taking it all in, you know? For me now, it's become more uh, about about meeting the fans, meeting old friends, new friends, um, the meetup that we did last night. It, that, for me, um, was the high. Meeting people who have seen the band, um, or are going to see the band for the first time. I met a couple last night who thought, it was ace and peter up there and yeah, they you, were you still shocked get that. They still get that and they were it's like what they were shocked never saw kiss in concert but they were blown away after the show they just they just loved it they just loved it and they asked me uh, on 10, what would you give the show i said a 10 after 47 years i think you could do something that big that bombastic and sound so amazing it's like wow it's just it's mind blowing and, yeah. they, I, and I, was, I was enjoying the show through their eyes as well because we're like, oh, wow, oh, my God, this is incredible. Oftentimes giving me uh, handshakes. This is incredible. You were right. You know? They were so excited. <laughs> That's what was fun to see.
0: Yeah, that's the part that uh, I'm going to say that I enjoy the most as well, just kind of taking it all in, just watching now the little pieces. You're congregating in the electric church. you know? Absolutely. You, you, you have brother and sisterhood with everyone who's there, whether it's someone who's out there a 69th show or 215th. I, I mean, I know people who've done hundreds of shows. Oh, yeah. Um, or whether it's that little kid next to you who's going to his first ever concert with his parents who yeah. have maybe gone to one or two kiss shows in their life but they're just doing it again for one last one last time while they have a chance to introduce a child and you have grandparents now bringing grandchildren Mm -hmm. i mean that's the amazing part of it and you can just there's no one you can't have a conversation with um is is the wonderful thing even i find the um the arena staff have stories about kiss that if you get chatting with them, they're they're talking about shows that they've worked before or how their grandson or son loves, uh, you know, the band or daughter as well, you know? So it really is, it's like a family reunion Mm -hmm. that happens multiple times a week in different cities. It's a traveling family reunion and that's the most wonderful part of it. And especially for those who organize and are part of the pre-show meetups, you know, Mm -hmm. it's part of the ritual, you know, you, you go and you get ready. I mean, it's like the Detroit Rock City song. You know, yes. Instead of washing your dishes, you're you know, getting in the car or get, getting on transit to go to have a meetup at the thing. And then you've got the jukebox going in the background. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's playing Kiss. So what I yes. said last night wasn't. but I know. And then,
2: no. and then you go to
0: the show. So, I mean, life is like a Detroit Rock City, you know,
2: parallel. That's what I like about it. Oh, absolutely. We were talking about that at the meetup yesterday, that uh, uh, no other band has fans like Kiss fans. You know, you walk walk down the street uh, and you see a fan with a Kiss t-shirt. Hey, hi, how's it going? Never saw each other. Just because we're fans, that one thing in common, it's like we know each other already, you know? And uh, it's interesting because I find Kiss fans have so many other interests. Same interests in music and bands and movies, you know, the the sci-fi stuff, the horror stuff. So the minute you meet somebody, there's topics of conversation galore.
0: Yeah, you know, that's probably what's so awesome about Kiss fans is all those things that we do have in common. But then again, you also get some really off the wall people who just come out of left field and they're completely different. They're not into mm-hmm. any of that, but they bring something into the conversation that is new and refreshing. So while we can all sit back and talk comic bu- oh, I can't because I hate comic books. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm one of them. Um But you always get something out of meeting a Kiss fan. You know, even if it's someone yes. who's like Carnival Souls" is the greatest album ever, you know, uh, someone who's got a really contrary opinion, um, I find that the vast majority of fans, no matter what direction they are, are respectful to one another. Oh,
2: so true. Um, so true.
0: In person. Once you've got kiss fans in person and away from keyboards and fake, you know, identities and all that, yeah. people are really honest, really open. They can still be very firm, and you're wrong. Your, your opinion is wrong. I always love that, and you can just settle it with a hey, cheers, you know, toast. You know, uh, we disagree.
2: Yeah. But unfortunately, you see that a lot eh, with keyboard commandos, and you see a lot of fighting online. Uh, and I'm sorry, especially with, you know. On the- with the with the Kiss crew, uh, Kiss Crews crowd, there's a lot of oh, fighting. Uh, it's like, oh, uh, you know. But when they come together, it's like none of that matter, none of that happened, you know. And it's 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 like families. They fight, boyfriend girlfriends, relationships. We fight, you know. But when we're together, that's all forgotten, and it's time to have a blast together. And yeah, that and, and I guess that's the beauty of it. That's the the upside of it. In any family, just, there's stress and drama. There's yeah. there's peace and war.
0: It's yin and yang. You
2: mm-hmm. know, it,
0: it really it you know we're a family. We're dysfunctional. We're representative of the societies in which we live, and that's, that's what makes it true. so wonderful. And you I mean you came down from Canada for this show, but I, I guess that's not that far to come,
2: is it? No, well, it's a good it's a good uh, five and a half hours. Okay. Um, my my thing is I give myself a ten hour radius, so I go see Kiss within a ten hour driving radius. Ooh, you're brave. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so I try doing it on. I do it on weekends, obviously. I don't want to take time off of uh, from work, but uh, whenever I can, I uh, definitely make the effort. Yeah, my
0: radius is seven hours and fifty-nine minutes, just to ensure that <laughs> L.A. is eight hours away. Therefore, right, L.A. Right, out, right. the <laughs> out of the question. So picture. I don't go to L.A. <laughs> I fly. Um. All right. Let's put Andy back in. Let's. Um. One last question before I, sure, we switch be, back to Andy. He
2: do He'll be back in a second. Are you going on the Kiss Cruise this year? No, you're not. No. Um, I went three times, one, four, and five. I'm a high school teacher and, uh, I almost got fired, um, after Kiss Cruise one because I went without asking permission. It's like, darn it, I'm going no matter what. Really? <laughs> you think so? You know, um, they, they were nice and they let me go, but they said, don't ever pull this nonsense again. And I ended up going on four and five. Uh, I got permission to go this year. And I'm sorry, I just I just couldn't do it. It wasn't in the cards. First, I see the price. I could handle it. I could. Okay, it's high. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had and I had a bunk mate who had a um a first day booking. And I said, listen, I'm sorry, I cannot justify this price with what little they're giving us. I just they cut the out the indoor show. The no, there's no interview. There's no uh, autographs. No deep cut. No, I can't. I can't. Then I thought, no, I I I've got to go. And I found somebody else to go with, but there was a drink package. That's an extra 325 US. I'm paying 35% on top of what you're paying in US dollars. And I don't drink. <laughs> so why am I paying all that money? Sorry, I can't do it. Then I found somebody else. Um, let's wait till my booking time. We'll, 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 I'll go. It ended up being $1,800. So in Canadian funds, that's $3,000 just to get on the ship. Right, and that's not the pre parties, the hotels, the flight, all the merch. I'm I'm gonna buy there, you know. Yeah. So uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it.
0: Well, you know, you're you're alumni, so I always like to ask people about the cruise because your your opinion counts. You know, if let's say that the Stardust Theater is used this year for Soul Station or for Black and Blue reunion,
2: would you be kicking yourself? Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> 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 yes, and they're saying and they're saying that uh, they're planning something special. They're planning something special. Yeah. I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Hey, when uh, when Bruce goes up there and plays with his band, that's something special. When Ace went up and played, wow, that was something special. But I couldn't go on those on those trips, so I was like, oh, it's okay. I, I couldn't make it anyway. Yeah, this time. Yeah, I, I I will kick myself for sure. Yeah,
0: but there'll be sure. no doubt there'll be multiple people filming, and you know, I think the fear of missing out is overrated. You got to do what's right for you, and you know. Absolutely it's as simple as that. You've got to do what's right for you. And uh you know, it is horrendously expensive when you add in all those extras that you do mentioned, And then you really don't get to see the band a lot unless you pay in or, yes. you know, do an instrument. I'm going to do the instrument again this year uh, with Paul Stanley because I love to torture him by making him write uh, as many characters that are permitted <laughs> on the guitar. I've already thought of this right. one. And, you know, what? The, the funniest part is this one, you know, this year's inscription starts with asylum lyrics, which is quite nice now that they've brought, you know, a certain song back into the set. I'm going to talk to Andy about but um, I think the best part of it is to be able to give away a plus one for those events that you know you just pick someone to go with you and then they get some band interaction during the cruise so that's the fun I have. But I, I can't wait. I'm going to podcast my my head off on the cruise and hopefully meet up with lots of fans from around the world who just want to come on camera and talk. I've got some topics set up. So it should be fun, regardless oh, of the entertainment. And I don't care about right. I don't care about Rat. I'll probably mm-hmm. go and see them because they're there and they're included. Yeah. And maybe yeah. I'll have my mind changed about Um I mean, I, everyone knows Rat. Um but like Kiss in the later days, you know, they're not mm-hmm. what they were without Warren. But I'll go check them out. I'll go check out some of the other bands. I just, this time, if this is the last cruise, I want to be there with my recording gear to get it from kind of my
2: podcasting
0: perspective. So should be fun. Oh,
2: you're going to have a blast talking to people like around the world. So, yeah, you're going to love it. You're going to love it.
1: Yeah,
0: I had a blast last time I went talking with fans around the world. I don't think if it if, if it was fit for broadcast, but it was certainly <laughs> lots of
2: conversations
0: <laughs> that are better left private. <laughs> so
2: Yeah. So I'll pass you back to Andy. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Pascal. Really thank you it. very much. You know, good thank to you. meet you and hopefully nice we'll meet get you, you on an episode of your own one day.
2: Anytime. Thank you.
0: Okay, take care.
2: What's up? <laughs>
1: You probably would rather keep him on than me on, right?
0: Hey, <laughs> you know, you know what? That that is bonus added material. It's great yeah, I, to. I used to ask him hmm. too if she
1: wanted to jump on too, she's like, "No, nah, I'm good today."
0: <laughs> it, it, it's wonderful to meet someone new and to get some of their thoughts on Kiss and what Kiss are doing, and uh, you know. And
1: then I hear you guys are going off about the cruise, and you didn't invite me to your cruise uh, podcast talk stuff.
0: Hmm. <laughs> well, Mr. Andy. <laughs> What more is there for you to say about the cruise? Actually, there's probably uh, way too much for you to say about the cruise. Probably <laughs> so it, It's probably better. And uh, again, I'm not going to do too many episodes before we it's go good. on the cruise. I'm going to do really? the episodes when I'm on the cruise.
1: Always um, do it before too. Have some fun. What the hell? I I, I only bust, and people like oh, because because you're not going. I haven't been busting on it too bad, too much, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll the, see. We'll see what else They, the they announce. For, for, for a personal guy, just quick on that is that uh, I did sign up just for the hell of it. We did sign up to see when, when we would be able to get on. Mm-hmm. You know, and after being on eight cruises, uh, you know, when I didn't go, we didn't go on the night. You know, you get the boot once you don't get on. You know, you're you're pushed back to the bottom of a pile of people. And I'm not saying, then <sighs> some people might probably say that Ron Oh yeah, you think you're that all that? Well, you, there should be some kind of seniority. In, in a way, I know this in senior. If you keep going, mm-hmm. but if you don't go, you're back basically down. It, so, but anyway, it's just still the, stick. Yeah, but by the time, by, by the time I would have been able to, uh, we would have been able to sign on and get on. It would have cost us four grand. They were up to like uh, deck ten or something, the insides. So I, that's it. And I was like four grand, just get on. Like I said, that's not. Excuse me, not including hotel. You know, you know me Flights. and my. Yeah. Lights, and you know what? It, you know what it would have happened if I went down to Miami, right? Go back on a cruise. You know what's going to happen? <laughs> what it would have, what it happened, right? And yeah. Lighting, what, what's going to happen? You're going to get shouted at.
0: That's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Living in sin goes around and round again. <laughs> I'm doing a kiss thing now. The uh. never ending. Oh, the never ending. Now. So, anyways, now I'm not. Let put this. I'm not going on a cruise. Everybody, we're not going on the cruise. Okay. So there's no pre-party. I'm not doing anything for hotels. People keep, keep, keep asking me messages about the hotel. No, I'm not doing a hotel. Somebody else do it. Call them up. Get in touch wow. with the salesperson. If if if, they, if the Six. other
0: events don't get announced soon, I'll be staying at that Holiday Inn again. I'll go see It is. Ex-
1: and I'll tell you right now, it's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive without getting the, the rates. It's, it's like $284 a night right now. I did look it up. It's crazy. And people, somebody complained about the 180 or 179 you know, for the one night. And also... <laughs> pick and choose you know besides you have basketball games and everything else you never know what's going on down there at this time so anyways done with the cruise. next
0: yeah. <laughs> well next is let's get back to last night so yeah. uh we, we've talked about the tap room and uh, got a good overview from you and pascal uh about how much fun that was even without any uh, kiss music being played um but, what <laughs> what what number show was this for you oh i can't
1: i'm on, power. on the on the on the end of the road not overall Oh, thanks you just put me on the spot now I feel bad how many is that one two uh, three four five I'm sorry okay. I'm, yeah, five, I really five, I haven't gone I didn't go on it's you know I'm Boston New York oh no me and Kim we went to Long Island then Connecticut so it could be six or seven I can't even oh that's pretty bad that means you up no, to date my brain no, that's is fine. Getting, oh geez I must be getting all oh, my brains getting mushy no. uh yeah so uh yeah, six or seven, something like that.
0: <clears throat> well, let's start at the beginning last night, then, of the show. And uh, were you in the arena for David Lee
1: Roth? Yes, because Kim wanted to see David Lee Roth. Um, I personally was like, because mm, I watched the videos that everybody else has seen on, you know, YouTube. And from his thing in Vegas, where he looked like a train wreck. <laughs> uh, looked. Looked. Or I say, when I say looked. Actually, he looked pretty good, you know, for a guy who's 68 years old. He looked all right, but he sounded kind of really rough. <laughs> but the band, the backing band was, you know, sounded fine. But now, now we move into big arena now. now. Now, you know, a month later, more practice, whatever it is. And uh, actually, he wasn't bad. The band was loud, right? Past the band was absolutely loud. They were loud. I think they were kind of drowning him out a little bit. I don't know if it was on purpose, <laughs> but he actually <laughs> – but no, actually, he didn't sound bad. Um, the band itself just kind of played. They laid back. They didn't really, you know, run around, do a show off. They really, most of the time they just kind of stayed and stayed in one place and played. Right. Uh, David basically just walked around the stage, waving to everybody, saying hi. You know, there wasn't a lot of jumping around and kicking. He did a little bit at the end of when he did jump at the end. Uh, you know, twirled the uh, you know the microphone staying there the -the glow-in-the-dark one he's got but uh, he just basically walked around smiled waved to everybody and and that's about it I mean uh, you know did a lot of old Van Halen songs you know he didn't do I'm just a gigolo (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, but he did, what, California Girl, just like Paradise. I'm trying to think of some of the solo stuff. He didn't do much solo stuff, which surprised me. I think it was like a 12-song set, so that's probably right in the amount, well, obviously as an opening act. I I take it there was no David Garibaldi painting before that?
1: No, no no painter, and uh, also that, like... You, they actually let them use like, like a half the stage too. I thought maybe the black it would be up and they'd be blur, like really pushed up tight near the edge of the stage, but they let them use like half the stage and they had like a white back background to kind of cover the kiss stuff. But you could see the kiss stuff like hanging in the pods in the front. So, you know, that's, so they had, so that's how you can tell how much stage they had. Cause you could see, you know, three or four of the pods, like when you looked up, you know, so, um,
0: You've seen a so, lot of shows, so how did it feel that his use of the stage was in terms of its space? Did it feel like too much space for an opening act? Did it feel like wow, they've given him a lot? Um, you know, and what about kind of backline? Did they have like a lot of amps, or was it very minimal in terms of very, the equipment?
1: Yeah, very minimal. They had everything on, uh, you know, the, the things, the racks that can push them. You know, everything, everything on wheels, basically, move, move, let's go. But uh, there was like no warning, right? Fast, he just like came on. Absolutely no warning. Just like, hey, bang, here we go. Nothing like, like, oh my God, it's, it's David Lee Roth. I'm about nothing just walked on They just walked on stage. He walked on stage and they kind of started. It, it wow. wasn't really, yeah, it was like really quick. And then they, uh, what, like 12 set. So they were done about 8 o'clock, you know, and then of course they start pushing everything, this and that. And then they dropped the kiss curtain, you know, and then they got ready. And then by like quarter 9, bingo, here comes, you know, the big boys. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, like, again, I I, I don't know Everybody's a, you're talking about David, but not really talking about David because it's hard to talk about David because they didn't really, really have anything, you know, it was just the band playing. They're standing there. Blade. He talked a little bit, um, uh, about, I don't know what he started playing. They started playing some kind of blues thing. Came out, started talking and he said, stop, let's just go to the next song. And then they started a the song. It was kind of, it was a little bit weird thing. I don't know what, what, what that was about, but, uh, Again, they, the band sounded crisp. They were on target. There's no doubt about that. And uh, there were, you know, people should check him out. And there were a lot of people that were checking him out. You know, of course, they want to check him out anyways. You know what I'm saying? So the crowd reaction was really good. And really, you know, he's kind of like Paul and it's whatever. He doesn't have the, you know, that that voice anymore. You know, right. it is what right. it is. But I don't think, you know, in, in reality, people don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, they hear the song. You know what I mean? Once that, t- once starts, starts hitting, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, huh?
1: I, I mean, I right mean, inside, so, you know, mu- like
0: musically you know. it's being performed. It's being performed well. Vocally, maybe not so much. But you've got the guy, the original guy, up there squawking about the song and maybe adding a few ad libs here and there. And you know, David Lee Roth, I've always found horrendously entertaining. I mean, he's just fun to watch because he's weird. Did he have any props with him last night? Did he? I, no, it's mean,
1: so all like, well, I mean, he had his jackets on and the. the he looked like he had Joker pants on, you know, like black and yellow, black and red diamonds, you know, and make it look like the pants were diamonds. I mean, he changed. He, like, put on a different coat. But then he had the suit coat on. I mean, he, you know, so, I mean, he changed his coat a couple of times. But then he had a microphone, and he walked around. He had the strapping thing, like if you saw it in Vegas, whatever it was hanging from it. And he had a scarf, like, hanging from him walking around. But, I mean, he walked around the stage. I mean, they let him use the front up, you know, you know the pods to go up. Mm-hmm. Here in the corners and stuff, whatever. He actually walked over, waving to everybody, saying hi, and you know, smiling. I mean, he had you know, grin to grin, smile to smile. So I mean, he just kind of walked around, but he didn't, you know, like I said, they weren't running around the stage, and they had plenty of room to run if they, you know, somebody wanted to run around the stage and stuff. Okay. So he just he just kind of strolled around and stuff like that. It just didn't. So that's that's all I can say. That's all because that's all it was. I mean, I put up a video of the first song. The video we did, I mean, the, my video didn't come out too good. I think the Verizon, you know, whatever they tried to – the connection or something like that, trying to, you know, drown it out a little bit or something. I don't know. It, it just uh, – so if it sounds really – my my personal go live video sounds lousy, worse, it's because of that. It wasn't really them. So – but otherwise, I said it was good. People are going to go see it. It's, you know, it's well worth seeing. At least you get more, you know, it's a rock thing for your money. You know what I'm saying, too? Yep. You know, I mean, no offense to the painter, man. They're going to a rock show. I don't want to see a painter. If I want to go see art and paint, I, I'll i go to an art and paint show. <laughs> you know? I'll go see Paul Steele and the painter together. You know what I mean? You do it ethnic or something like that. But for a rock show, they should give you a band. And, you know, they picked David. So David got the David got the drill. <laughs> you know? It's too bad. Me, personally, would have liked to see seen somebody, some other bands play. You know, something else. You know? But uh, it is what it is. You know? I don't have nothing against David, but... I would have liked to have seen another band who has a big production, kind of, you know what I'm saying? A bigger production, do a half thing. You know, my, my, <clears throat> you know, you know who I would have wanted to open up, but. Aerosmith? No.
0: I could, but, sorry, sorry.
1: Yeah. Oh, you going sorry. to Fenway Park to see him there, yeah, mister? Now you just rubbed it into me? No. no? no I, I thought f- you were, I thought you were a big, big Aerosmith fan, so you're not going to go? Yeah, I love I all have these bands. Ain't a huge Aerosmith fan fans. Well, you go on the 50th, the one, the one show. they go on the 50th at Fenway Park, which is probably one of the lousiest places to see a band, because then that you're, I mean, you're, you're not, thing.
0: you're not helping <laughs> selling the event, Andy. By you, you're not help. No, let me let me tell you what. I'm Aerosmith you know, I just... fan. I am. I am a massive Aerosmith fan of the band before 1985. <laughs> okay. After that, I don't ever want to hear. Jamie's got a gun again. I don't ever want to hear dude looks like a lady again. I don't ever want to hear nine lives again. I just want to play rocks and get your wings. And then I'm a happy guy. Good. Well you, can rock blame, and roll.
1: well, you can blame uh, run DMC for bringing them back to bring back to life. Yeah. Right. End of yeah. story, I don't care yeah. what anybody says. Today. You can deny it all you want. Aerosmith just didn't come out of the blue. It was all run DMC, you know, did that walk this way thing. And that brought Aerosmith back to life. Period. The end. Next. (laughs) Yeah. So so next. Before we (laughs) talk about the kiss. Yeah, but no. Before we talk about the kiss
0: part of the show, I want to talk merchandise as well. And uh, did you get? Was there any new merchandise that stood out for you? Um, Obviously, the prices make my hairs on the back of my neck stand up on edge. But you know, there was some pretty cool stuff. I know uh, Tommy's got his miniature blue guitar now uh, available for purchase. Uh, Drum heads. I saw um,
1: a big drum heads. They had a drumheads, uh, drumheads. Eric signed them and then a set list and for like three hundred fifty bucks. Wait, wait, what? What? Really? Crazy. But you I, know, I like if that buy, little that
0: little fifty dollar one. The the black end of the road logo on it with you know, it's like a commemorative one, not a played or playable yeah. one. Fifty
1: bucks. That's a great value. Uh, I'm having myself my, uh, one of those. My my buddy got. Uh, he said he, he did. He bought it. I don't know why, because he usually doesn't buy stuff like that. But he bought, he did buy a, a small Tommy one, I guess, for like sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. He didn't open. He's just like, "Hey, look what I got." I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." Um, they had a poster there. I didn't get the poster. I guess I had all the new dates on. I, I wish they, when I, I click on it on my own thing, I just took pictures fast. Like I'm, you know, standing behind a crowd going. You know, trying to take pictures as close to you know. I mean, because I want to get up front and they're like, hey, "What do you want?" Well, let me. I want to take some pictures first. You know, and they're like, "Come on, move on, move on." You know, but uh, I now I had heard there was a new tour book. Well, say kind of new, it's supposed to be a new cover, mm-hmm. and it's they just changed inside. You know, some of the live shots were changed inside, so I mean, they must be. You know the end of the road changed. So, anyways, I grabbed a tour book last night. They're 40 bucks here, so I don't know whether there'll be more at different places. But uh, I kind of posted a little video on my page. It's fast, but that's the new cover because I think the other cover was like it's only like half or something. I don't remember. I'm losing it. Hold on. So, and again, you know, I understand there's pages inside that are different. So. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, I put it away and. Yeah, that so
0: let's see yours again. I mean, this is one from the first Actually, one.
1: I yeah, have to Yeah, admit, that, uh, there you is, go. I'm uh, no offense, this one's better.
0: Okay, There's so flip that money. flip that one around.
1: Oh, uh, okay, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. So, it is changed. Right?
1: I do have I, to I admit think, I like this one. Oh.
0: Yeah, it's using the back cover image because on the uh, the one they did last year. Okay. So, uh, there we go. It is Yeah, different. it's a little
1: different, it's but you know
0: they've they've basically f- flipped it around and are using the back cover as the front cover and back cover now
1: yeah something like that but the colors a little bit different on the front and back like the, it's hard to see in the photo but like the coloring like the sparkly mm mm-hmm. mhm redder on the back side than it on the front side Still looks so good. It's,
0: it's it's a great Im- yeah. it's a great image makes a great cover and i'm sure yeah, there's is, a few photos a yep. that have been changed <laughs> around in there but we're not going <laughs> to dig into those on a show and try and figure out which picture yeah, yep. on page 93 is different than <laughs> in version somebody 40.
1: will i know i know somebody will and, but yeah. I, I, so, so if you're into books <laughs> yeah. so if you're into tour books there is a different change in the tour book so there you go and again if they were 40 bucks so and um you know, they had the the specialty shirt. You know, it says Manchester's like fifty bucks. You know, stuff yeah. like that.
0: I wonder if those are left over from England.
1: Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> you might say uh, New Hampshire. Let me see. What else? What else do they have? I'm, trying, I'm going to look at my pictures here quick. I'm so not prepared today. This is just brutal. It's
0: early. Uh, don't worry about it. It's, we're a oh, casual no, it's, podcast. It's, it's I'm just looking through some of the merch pictures that folks yeah, have uh, posted a on the FAQ.
1: The fifty dollars shirt. Oh, a poster was thirty bucks. Cause now I'm looking at signed drum L125. That's see-through. That's white. drumhead sign
0: Yep, yeah, it looks it's like they six, still six, have like uh, black drumsticks uh, from Eric. Which look. I'm, I'm sorry, right next to that drum head. That's just. I love that end of the road one. Definitely get one. Uh, autographed Tommy photos. Those look great with the blue Epiphone. 30 bucks. That's great value. I mean, come on, guys. People who complain about prices, there's some good value stuff. Uh, for uh, sale. This a
1: tie dye shirt, 60 bucks. Yeah, there's another shirt that says 50 bucks. Uh, and then another end of the road thing, it's another 50 bucks. I mean, yeah, the shirt's are fi- basically 50 bucks.
0: And then yeah. the, uh, the jean jacket for 225 Oh, for, yeah. I, for, I think For a so. chubby.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That thing's, in that, 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 yeah, whatever that that jacket's at the end, man. That's ugly. I'm sorry. That's really. Oh no, there's a jacket for two twenty five. Yeah, I'm not
0: a not a fan of I that. But, uh, that's ugly. There's one. And then there's great... like
1: a space, kind of almost like a spacey shirt.
0: The the, the blue.
1: Yeah, I think that's yeah. probably for me. I think that's probably the. I don't know. Is that a sweatshirt then? Because it says right. Yeah, eighty five bucks. I think that's the sweat. That's a sweatshirt. That's probably the best. Me personally, I think that's the best, the best picture. Nice. Probably best image out of all this stuff. I don't like the images.
0: I like the seventy-five dollar t-shirt number three, which is kind of like a wings. Oh,
1: oh. yeah, the wings one is, uh, yes, uh, seventy-five. Oh, you know why? It's like the baseball quarter jersey. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it baseball is.
0: Baseball
1: one. Yeah, see, that's kind of how to going on the phone, I know, but
0: it looks great, actually. You know, thank you.
1: Yeah, so that's probably that's probably the yeah probably the second one. I don't like the... I'm sorry. I just don't
0: like that stuff. I don't like the... No, number four is ugly as hell. It's like... Oh, yes. Off the Photoshop filters, please.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a long-sleeve shirt, so it's 75 But I'm like, holy shit. So some of the prices... Now, here's the thing I thought was interesting. If you look on Kiss Online... Let me see. I'll, I'll do this because I want to read it exactly because me and Paps were talking about us the other night when he came over and we're up to... Right. While you till read th- that, th-
0: I'm just going to pour a cup of tea. I can hear you. I'm just off camera for a sec.
1: Yeah. Uh, let me see. I want to go on a Kiss Online because I want to read this to everybody. Because somebody said something. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll read it now. <clears throat> All right. Uh, um, before when you go on Kiss Online, everybody, it says, you know, you wanted to get best, you got the best. It says the final Kiss concert on the end of the road tour. So it says it in parentheses. You hear me, Julian? Mm-hmm. Now it says in parentheses, concert, the final Kiss concert on the end of the road tour so what does that tell you does that do you if you read in between the lines so that tells you they're not going to end it's just the last show of the end of the road tour right when you kind of read that that way it it doesn't say final anymore so i think somebody rewrote something but
0: I, I think they probably got to have a get out of jail one in case they ever do a show or a little like residency after the fact. But I think, I think at their age, when you look at Gene in particular and some of the health issues that affected them, that the end of the road really does mean the end of the road, but it doesn't mean the end of the world. And in terms of kiss world, I think it means that they're not going to be going out on any of these 10, 15, 20 date tours any longer because it's just simply too arduous uh, for them. And, you know, the body the you know, the spirit is willing, but the body is not. Um, yeah. well, so I mean, it's I, th- it's I, I think in
1: parentheses, though, it says the end of, the, of this tour doesn't mean that they can't do another one or won't do another one. But then well, last after,
0: night. After Motley Crue, I mean, come on. It, it, okay. no, one, no one, I think, ever wants to just say definitively, you know, that it is over. What if someone offers them, you know, a, a healthy amount of money to do another Vegas residency, you know? Oh, right. Or what about another, like, little hit-and-run uh tour of New England, you know, five dates over two weeks, you know, something yeah. like that. It's not really a, a, a world tour or something massive, so I would have, and again, everyone's going to have their own take on it of what the end of the road should mean, you know, I think it should be as... You know, as interpreted in Kisspeak, as the farewell tour. You know that they may change their mind. Well, we were just saying farewell to this particular road. We've got a new road. My car wash guy.
1: (laughs) The car wash guy thing. Now, now last night, you know, they have the things in the corner, up on those things, you know, and it shows. Now all of a sudden, I turn around and all of a sudden I see this up on the stage. Now this sign says the final tour ever. (laughs) So we've gone from. You know, in parentheses, the final tour of the end of the road tour didn't say final on their main page. It doesn't say final tour ever. But now on this screen last night in one of the corners, it says the final tour ever. But again, yeah, they could do one offs. I think they can do one offs. I think they will. I think they'll do like festivals. So those festivals are overseas. Somebody who's going to give them some money. They'll do it. I think they will. And they could yeah. do cruises. They could do cruises two or two a year. Make a ton, ton more money if they really wanted to. Or you never say, like you said, health issues. Who knows? Who knows what's behind the scenes?
0: And maybe you know? they, I, I, I just don't worry about the semantics of it anymore. I, you know, like when I was talking what to this, Pascal a few moments ago, I was, you know, I go there and I just enjoy being part of the congregation. You know, we're there celebrating music that's been a part of our lives for so many years. Every song means something different to every person there, um, except for maybe Say Yeah, which half of them don't know. Um, It it really is. I just take out of it what I take out of it. I don't worry about what KISS may decide down the road. They're the band. I'm the fan. I'm always going to be a KISS fan. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah guess
1: put your wallet where you're, you know, put your wallet where you want to put your wallet, right? Yeah, your money. Where it, you,
0: you are don't in control. Go, don't want to
1: go, I guess that's, that's basically what it comes down Gene, to. But
0: Gene Simmons yeah. does not have a collection of voodoo dolls that <laughs> he he takes one out and says, "Julian, give me your." Well, he probably does, but uh, you know, for everyone else, he's probably you know not sitting there saying, "Give." They want people to give them their money willingly, because. They probably don't want to hear Kiss fans whining and bitching about every little thing that they do. But go do. down the, every going P- down we the do. road. We
1: all do. We I all do. change we our, we all
0: change our we minds. Do. We all change our minds about things that we've done in life. Why is a band any different? I mean, we all see the struggles that we kind of perceive the band to be having at this stage of their career. So maybe it is the end of the road. Maybe it's not. Maybe something else comes. I'm not going to worry about it. I'll just be happy enough to still be vertical with a pulse to be there to bitch about it.
1: <laughs> that's true, I guess in that way. Yeah, because I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you need that reality check because there's some people that are not around anymore that wish they could have, you know, wish they could be here. You know what I'm saying? Friends have passed away and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That wish, you know, we're, we're, so, we're, we're fishing about little dicky little, little stupid things about pics and voices or, and stuff like that. And then there are people that have passed away that, you know, pro, you know, they wish they could have been there last night, you know? So there there are people who have died already, who would have
0: killed to have gone to a kiss show last night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's kind of, you know, so you need to have reality check. So anyways, that's, I don't want to get down on that. That's pretty
0: Should, should we talk about the show?
1: Yeah, because uh, somebody, somebody I know passed away, and she would definitely would have been there last night with us. So, yeah, it's kind of rough. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so anyways, I tried to get Kim to come up and talk about David Lee Roth too, just because to, she really wanted to see him, and uh, she enjoyed it. And like a lot of fans, they did, they enjoyed it. And uh, it wasn't sold out, uh, but it wasn't like huge sections of missing people. There were, there was a good amount of crowd there. I would say ninety-five to. 97 percent full you know right. like i said it was 100 percent full but i wasn't short and you know people are like oh my god you know it's it's funny <laughs> you got the, the circle counters <laughs> the dot counters you know what i mean mm-hmm. the thing the thing i have to say though man and i can't understand other people doing the same thing is how are the tickets how can you how can you release tickets in the sections when you when you, when you release them buy and buy and buy and buy and buy them. sections are totally gone And then two weeks before, all rows show up in those sections. What the hell? You know, they put everybody in a panic mode. Got to get, got to get. You you get the codes, get the codes, you get the codes. You know, from the Kiss Cruise or or whatever, or you know, all these codes, and you you know, oh, I got to get tickets, got to get tickets. And then all of a sudden, rows pop up, Mm -hmm. even even better than you got, and sometimes even cheaper than what you got. I, I just.
0: How do you create demand without racket. the demand being, th- it's of course, it's a racket, you know, if you put it on sale and again, I have no knowledge. I have, I've never worked in the industry. And I'm and just think going it's by point, what yeah. I, what I think, you know, I'm, I'm positing a possible kind of theory that when you put it on sale, you have some lights go on some off and then oh, you see how things are saying, you, you have to build demand of like, I've got to buy tickets. You have to get people to part with that money, especially when you're months out. When did these go on sale back? When the cruise, um, right? Mm, some sometime I, I around, think. Then, some November.
1: Yeah, early. I think I think it was maybe early November. It's after you, the cruise. I think a couple of weeks after. You've got to people
0: who have bills to pay to part with several hundred dollars to go and see a mm-hmm. concert. You know, so how do you motivate them to part with that money, which they could be using to do their food shopping, pay a bill, an unexpected car repair? You've got Actually, to. Actually, I think they the released
1: app. the tickets right before Christmas too. I think it was the week. Of Christmas, somewhere. I mean, it was it was right near the Christmas time, but yeah, you're right to an app, but it just makes me just very frustrating. And I don't blame it's, the band. It's, yeah, it's no, not the it's, bands, it's
0: sleazy. Slimey, it's, masses, it's
1: It's the people behind. I don't think it's. I mean, you might see the official, you know, platinum or whatever ones. Those are different. I understand that. But when you click, when you see the dots, you know, people dot counters or blue the blue dots and stuff, and you see a ticket, and you see rows like in front of you or behind you or, or around you that like go on sale like a week or two before the show. It's like crazy, and they're either cheaper or sometimes they can get more expensive. It's like a demand thing, I guess. But still, how do the hell they get away with this? I this isn't, I don't know. It's just so weird. How I don't know how they can get away with that kind of shit. You know, I mean, I understand if a show doesn't sell, they're gonna end up dropping ticket prices. That happens, but you know, they should. I don't know. It's. I guess that's another whole story. Yeah, it's a racket. I, we'll never figure that out. Yeah, on, this,
0: on, on this yeah. first one, I'm going to be in test, interested to see what the actual at- reported attendance was, because it never seems to marry up with people's eyeball accounts. I think this venue last night had a maximum capacity of 11,000, so you will have lost a couple thousand seats because of staging and stage arrangement. Um, and maybe is more that so like
1: 11,770 or something like that? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a so little I bit like think... Mohegan Sun. If anybody has ever been to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, Mohegan Sun is like 10,000. So it's a yeah. little bit bigger than that, but it's still a small. I call it, people say a B arena, small arena.
0: Mm-hmm. It, you know, yeah, it's, but it's, it, B, it's B markets that they're doing now. So the, I, I'm going to figure around 8,500 to 9,000 on the tickets put on sale last night. Uh, there were a lot of empty seats still available on day of show, so I'm hoping there was a strong workup. Again, I'm coming from a perspective. that I, I'm hoping a it was good for people. Kiss
1: yeah but a lot of people were like watching We out the bar, people watching while it's a thousand dollars front row, five hundred second row. they're still open. they're still open. but the box office in Manchester didn't even open up till like a couple hours before the sh- like the show, which is weird, it wasn't like open all day, which I don't understand. you know, so anyways, like at six o'clock, bang, all of a sudden all the front row was totally gone. Good. but but I think what happened we were trying to guess I was guessing who just paid a thousand dollars all the way across almost all the way across the thing. Maybe some people did. I don't know, but I have a strange suspicion. Like they take those tickets off and then some random person just walks up and says, Hey, I'm looking for a ticket tonight. Oh, I want the front row for 150 bucks. Cause I don't think they want to say front row is $150 now up online on Ticketmaster because people are, like flip it. People be flip out, you know, yeah, or something people. like that. I don't know. It's just a guess, but anyways, whatever. It just, it just kind of, I don't know. It just kind of. Because I watch, I think I, that's one of the things I do. I watch the ticket things at times, just to see, just for the hell of it. I don't I'll go up all I was Oh my God, it's not selling. It's not selling. Sometimes I do. Some shows are, you know, not selling as good as others. You know, there are other shows that are like sold pretty good already, and there's other ones that are not right now. But it is what it is. So whatever, we'll see. But by the time the show comes up, they're pretty much almost full, you know. And I got You got to give them credit too, man. It's two guys. No offense. Um, whatever you can say, people. People are not. For the most part, people are not going, oh, my God, I want to go see Tommy and Eric Singer. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'm not Mm -hmm. buying a ticket for Tommy and Eric Singer. Maybe some are, you know, a couple percent. But the most percentage people are going to see. Who are they going to go see? I'm going to go see, you know, Kiss, a.k.a. Gene and Paul, right? Yep. And two guys. You got to give them sued props, man. (laughs) If they can fill an arena, it's 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20,000, you know, arena. Two guys, two guys can still do that. Forty-something years, man, you got to give them huge props, right? Huge props for doing it.
0: Absolutely. You know, I would hope that KISS fans, regardless of whether they're going to the tour or whether they, you know, tapped out years ago for various reasons, I would hope that all KISS fans can at least still be positive and say, wow, my band is still doing it for the warts and all for any of the criticisms. Put those to the side. Can you be proud that your band is still doing it 47 years in and making those or many of those who go, you know, happy? You know, can 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 they just be happy for that?
1: Yeah, and, and you know, think about it, man. It's, you have David Lee Roth from one of the one of the biggest bands in the world at one point is now, you know, I mean, it's only David doing his stuff, but he's opening up for Kiss. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, you know, how how huge was Van Halen at one point? Mm-hmm. Come on, dive humongous, it down there. right? Absolutely. You know, they were humongous huge. in the eighties. They were like huge in the eighties. You know, I mean. I know David, I think what is it was jump, merely, you know, jump made them pretty huge. And then Sammy put, I think Sammy, hey, he actually put Van Halen over the over the top because he actually made them radio friendly, more radio friendly. So anyways.
0: He he, he ruined yeah. them.
1: Well, depending, well, people have their decisions on it. Uh,
0: yeah, and I left after OU812, which is absolutely fantastic to this day. One of my favorite albums, regardless of what you call the band or the players on it. Well,
1: oh, yeah Gary Sharon album. too, playing with them, too, that one time, right? So. Gary Shrone did the, the one yeah, album too, so VH3. Yeah. But you so, know, getting getting back to yeah. Kiss, <laughs> it's okay. Well, it has something to do with y'all. You know, it's David the Roth opening, you know, for Kiss, yeah. or whatever. You know, so I mean, it's kind of in the same kind of category of the whole thing. So, anyways, David was fine. Uh, if you can go see him, or you want don't want to go see him, to no. know if you do, you do. But the majority of people saw him last night and they loved it. People are cheering and dancing, and and that's what it's supposed to be about, right? Yeah. So people complain about the painter, you know, I'm telling you a painter, I'm telling you a painter, it's kind of boring. Well, guess what? Now you have David Roth and you actually have some rock music to listen to. And it's loud. I'm telling you right now, he was loud. They were loud. (laughs) So the ears were ringing from him from that pen. They were ringing. So everybody will say that. So, so the boys come on. So what do you want to know?
0: Oh, where you want to go with this. Yes. Yeah, we don't need to go song by song on this because, you know, this episode yeah. I guess is more about, you know, just overall impressions of how things have changed. You know, Tommy had teased that there were going to be some set list changes. You know, there was going to be a shake up to the set list. So I just want to get your perspective of, of that. Um, ultimately there were two songs changed last night. Um, they added in Parasite and Tears sure. Are Falling in place of, uh, in place Do you of, you love me and let me go rock and roll, I believe. Yeah. Let me go.
1: Rock and roll's gone.
0: So, and crazy nights came back, um, as well. It had been off, uh, at least for Japan. So parasite tears are falling. What does Andy Moyen say? Is that a shake up to the set list and what were your thoughts of those songs? And did you have any expectations of perhaps it being other songs that might have uh, been coming into the set?
1: Uh, I had no expectations. I didn't didn't really think they were gonna change like a whole lot. You know, they're not gonna break the system, right? They're not not gonna break the system, and people want to hear the hits. That's what it comes down to. But granted, "Parasite" is really not a kiss, aka hit, as in you know more people hear on the radio or anything. But I love "Parasite." Let it go, like I like not let it go. I mean, like awesome. Thank you. You know what I mean? That's one of those songs, man. They, you know people are like, Oh, Kiss can't play like heavier metal. Oh yeah. There you go, boys. And it, you know, and a lot of bands other bands have copied Parasite. You know, mm-hmm. as a tribute. So Parasite, awesome. But taking out Let Me Go Rock and Roll, bummer. You know what I mean? It's like you you took out you put in Parasite for it and then he took out Let Me Go Rock and Roll. <laughs> you know? So I was kinda of bummed about that. And so wasn't Kim guess Kim's favorite song is Let Me Go Rock and Roll. Oh. Yeah. It's, and not, you know, and let, yeah. and let Me Go Rock and Roll has got that whole thing where they all kind of like jam. It's a longer song and they kind of jam. It's just, just like, like, lick it up, lick it up, lick it up. You know, something like that. Repeat the same common words. Let Me Go Rock and Roll kind of gets its, you know what I mean? It's got that whole thing about it. So, um, t- uh, what is it? Yeah, Tears of Falling. Well, hold on, because uh, oh, okay. l- l- let me go rock and roll,
0: I'm going to miss, because I love that yeah. high energy, you know, the, just where they let, kind of let loose. and you yeah, that's right, the, the, yeah. the jam section, I was absolutely flabbergasted that Parasite came into the set. When I was looking at songs and thinking about, you know, what would they shake up the set list, this being Kiss, and they're not going to change a whole lot, because this show is so heavily choreographed, it would have been a nightmare to completely redo it. I mean forget it not going to happen yeah. but parasite i would never have guessed i thought shock me was a possibility because obviously they did that on the cruise in 2018 um and tommy doesn't sing a song i thought um some of the stuff that they did on the cruise this past year on kiss cruise 9 you know the first five songs um the last three of which were strutter watching you and got to choose i was sure one or two of those were going to be the ones that came in because they'd done them recently. They kind of telegraphed and I, I loved being completely wrong on both picks. So didn't see parasite coming in completely out of left field for me. Um And then tears. Are yeah, I, mean, I totally didn't see that one coming in either. So, you know, yeah. now tell us about tears are falling because that one, you know, which one did that replace? I can't remember that. That came Do in the set at, right after heavens on fire. Yeah, so they, they, they moved what, that up the sets, so you get a 1984-1985 blast in a row
1: at the top yeah, of the set. Yeah, that's what I thought was more um, uh, interesting in that way. I'm like, wow, they, they're doing 280 songs like that, like, in a row. You know what I mean? I thought maybe now the, they all they had to do is put it, look it up in there, hit a three right in a row.
0: <laughs> yep, and then throw in Give Me More and Not For The Innocent, and off they go.
1: <laughs> oh, Not For The Innocent would be really cool, man. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know, you know. I wasn't expecting Parasite though. Uh it was awesome. It's funny looking at the crowd, some of the younger some, some of the younger people, not there's not a ton younger, but some of the people, so you looked around, some of the people are like, yeah, I know this song, really cool. Or I, I don't get it. You know, it's it is what it is. It's gonna be the same thing. You know? But again <clears throat> you know, as Paul says, man, people wanna hear the hits, you know. You know, when they start playing Heavens on Fire, people start dancing, people start moving. You play Lick It Up, and people are like, oh, my God, I'm so sick of Lick It Up. But as soon as they play Lick It Up, more people start dancing. and sh- da, 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 You know what I mean? They do it. And, of course, like I Was Made for Loving You, same thing. Play I Was Made for Loving You, and you see people who you would never think would move are all of a sudden up off their seat or whatever they're doing and dance around. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yep. Anyway, all we, you know, there's so many us Kiss fans for 40 Forty something years, you know, we we all have our special. We wish, you know, I wish this song, that song, special songs. But you know, they're gonna stick to most of the basics. And you know, like you said, they'll throw in *Parasite*. They'll throw for kind of more of a diehard. You know, you know, I say diehard. Everybody's like, oh, what's a diehard? Anyways, you know what I mean? People that you know, more hardcore want to hear hardcore stuff. So yeah, I,
0: I'm I'm just you know really kind of blown away. Psycho Circus is still in there, and then you go into the grungy Parasite. I mean, that's really where your Sabbathy fans start. You know, just yeah. You can see the head bopping. stop
1: bopping, and you go, oh yeah. yeah. You know, like I said too, it's been covered by other bands, so other people see it, and like, you know, I've heard it from other bands, even if they like, you know, they you know it's a Kiss song, and it was covered by like Anthrax or something. You see people in the crowd go, oh yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat>
0: So I'm so, not expecting there to have been a tremendous amount of kind of changes to the show. You know, that's the set. I mean, that that's really it. Um, Crazy Nights, had you seen that before in concert uh, during the end of the road tour? Or was that no, your first time with that one?
1: That was the first time. I, I don't remember it being here on the first, on that first leg of it. No. So that was the first time of Crazy Nights. And of course, you know, the people knew it. You know, mm-hmm. the, pe- the people knew it. And of course, they dropped the balloons. You know, so now you have the, you know, crazy nice plane and they drop the balloons and everybody's going cuckoo, you know, hitting the balloons or try to catch them or, you know, push them around or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so people are just, you know, so I still, man, it just, I don't know if we're getting, because we get older, we get more picky, we look at stuff more thing, you know, or when you're younger, you just don't, you know, you don't really give a shit about more of the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just so weird, you know, because, we we're on off the floor, seven rows off the floor on the side, not not the closest section, but not that close close one, but the next one over. So you' coming you know from those different angles and stuff, just so weird looking at the crowd on the floor and just looking at the crowds now, you know, you know, even we're not kids anymore. so people are like kind of standing there like watching or we get the phones up doing stuff, you know what I mean? It's not that you know, just put your head down, and here we go, you know, it's not that anymore, yeah. barely. You know, you don't you don't see that too many times it's not here and here, but the crowds really, you know, and I hate and I don't like. I think that band's missing that interaction for that for, for closer because you know, see how far they push back now.
0: Well, I mean, imagine how it feels to be a band today where you've just got this, you know, that's your audience, you know, it's just sitting there <laughs> or, or you've got the idiots with the, with the iPads, the full ones. And, you know, or else you've got the the little ones. You know, doing selfies throughout we're, the show.
1: We're, we're all guilty of it. I've done it. You know, like going, oh, I said, oh, I'd never do that. I,
0: I have uh, never done a selfie. I, I have not done a selfie. Oh, that, know, I'm really gonna, reticent.
1: Tried it, you know. It doesn't really work too good, depending on where you are, you know. <clears throat> but, uh... But we're all guilty, you know, videotaping. I've done some videos, i some go-lives. I say, I'll never do this stuff. And I, and, and I end up doing it. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know what I mean? But the, I can't tell. Even like Pascal when we were talking about it, they said they were going to make some changes to, to to the stage. But it's so hard to tell what did they change unless it's drastic. Yeah. You know, they might have changed some lights left to right or or extra this. I mean, I, I didn't even notice uh, – they had two disco balls in the back. Did they have two disco balls in the, in the first half of the tour? I yeah. don't remember.
0: I don't remember because, you know, on the five sh- or four shows I saw last year, I noticed something different at every single show. So because you're just looking at different things, at different elements, I'm not sitting there with a notebook that there's one disco, two disco balls. Let's count the pods. There were 11 last night. That much I know. Thanks, yeah, there were 11. And how
1: many technically were there more? 12, 13, like yeah, in the bigger arenas?
0: Yeah, there were more at the beginning, but again, these are smaller venues. So what did it feel like, though, you know, in terms of pyro and concussive explosions? Did it still feel similar to the shows that you saw last year, or did it feel downscaled in any way?
1: Uh, well, I have to say, though, for a, uh, you know, a small arena, or they call it B Arena, a small arena, that uh, they still did a lot of fireworks and a lot of pyro and a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff. So it was really cool. So in that perspective, uh, they did they did a lot of stuff, you know, the confetti's still out, you know, the the, the, the streamers and all that stuff. The, like I said, the balloons and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of fire. And, of course, when it's a small arena, you're going to feel it, you know, faster and quicker. But I have to say something, and other people said on the other side the same thing. <laughs> that arena has some kind of fans, like not, not us fans, but fans or something that they turned on last night in the upper area. And all you could hear when Paul, like when the band stopped or something, all night long. Terrible. Everybody could turn around going, what the hell is that? All night long. And they were loud. So actually when Paul would start talking, we couldn't, almost couldn't hear him. Wow. That's how loud. So, and Pasch was on the other side because we were on the Gene side and he was on the Tommy side. And we say, hey man, did you hear this that noise? The, all night long. He goes yeah. So they had it on the other side too. So I don't know if they were like, a, you know, fans to take out, you know, the heat or the, you know, the smoke and all that other stuff out of the arena. But it's all night long. It's like, you know, after Detroit Rock City, all night long. Terrible. It's like, so the band's playing and, it's, and you can hear it. I mean, oh, my God. No, And I have to say, the band wasn't loud. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Hmm. They sounded good, but it wasn't loud like you usually hear loud. Does Come that make on. any K- sense?
0: No, I mean, Kiss is supposed to be 127 decibel, 747 landing in between <laughs> your ears. You know they, they've historically always been very loud. I mean, to the point where I've always worn
1: earplugs because um, I'm a Oh, well, then I either I'm losing my hearing, or David Lee Ross band went over the 120-something decibels then.
0: No, I don't think anyone goes anywhere near that these days. But I mean, back in the day, I mean, there were always accusations of these bands being super loud. I mean, I did take out my earplugs in L.A. and it wasn't as loud as I thought it was going to be. So you know, maybe. Well, that was California, so God knows what environmental <coughs> rules they have to obey. But maybe it's just not as loud as it used to be. But I think if a facility's running, what, air, probably air of some sort. The air ducts that, or something, take out well, the smoke from the take, stuff. Take out the smoke and keep it from getting too hot in there and condensing. It was hot in from- there. <laughs> yeah all, all the, those sorts of things that affect cold weather uh, climates, and there's a lot more that I'm not even you know knowledgeable about, so it's all guessing here, but to have anything like that, making a racket during a concert <sighs> is very unfortunate because it you know that would drive me nuts, it would distract me
1: it um, was it was distracting all night long you okay, I'm serious that's all you hear is like... I mean all night long you just want to smack me you know it's like ah. You know, because the band's trying to play and, 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 you know, I don't, you know, the band don't know, can't, I don't know, you can't hear that stuff. But the be the audience, I mean, telling you, everybody's like, keep going, like, and then they were like, you know, when Paul was trying to say something, everybody's like, can't hear him, you know, and it's not Paul's fault, it's, it's the, that, that humming sound from the thing, but they did a lot of pyro, uh, again, it's very hard to tell if they made, you know, the changes, unless you just sit there with a videotape, you know, from, one show to another and just start scrutinizing every little detail get a life no
0: <laughs> no 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 and, and that's why that's why I'm asking you because it's about perception you know so that people know when they go to one of these shows you know you know what's a fan you know and he said well it felt like a hit the kiss show you know and you're not noticing discernible things because I think it's more the things that do stand out you're like holy shit they've changed that you know, because I I had that, you know, at the beginning of the tour when they changed the, some of the explosions, concussions, you know, they, they moved around. That was very obvious where they changed that stuff. Or when you have the whistling rocket at the intro or not, depending on venue and uh, fire marshals, you know, not yeah. always done. Uh, Paul, I think it, had the mini stage last night for flying, right?
1: Yep. Had the mini stage, goes out, you know, got the two microphones, doesn't spin, just, you know, goes straight up. Many things, you know.
0: Did 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 they use the screaming whistler rocket at the beginning of the show that you remember? And again, I didn't notice that. um I didn't think so. In in Vancouver, I didn't even know what that was for a few days until afterwards when video surfaced of you could actually seeing it going down the the truss. That oh uh, yeah, yeah,
1: down a truss. No, no. Because
0: I was on the floor looking, you know, ahead, not. You know, looking up. So yeah, I, yeah. I had completely I missed that. And it was really cool then to see that they had done that. Uh, let's see what else. Cherry pickers, the levitating arms that come out yes. over the audience. Were those similar to what they had been previously?
1: Exactly the same. And with a small arena, man, you, you know, it's kind of cool for those people. I mean, up on that upper level, man, Jean's like right there. You know what I mean? And Tommy's like right there. I mean, you're pretty close. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yep, yep. Yeah, they had, you know, you know, I mean, it had eleven pods in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I thought it was only going to be maybe like six. You know, but uh, no, eleven.
0: Eleven's pod- good for a smaller venue. So. Yeah.
1: But I but I but I can see some of the other venues that will not be able to have them. If if they're playing like they're playing Bangor, Maine. Yeah. On, on What's September.
0: That six thousand, five thousand,
1: if that. Uh, the, the stage is just, like really square. It's tall, but I I can't see them. They, I can't see them doing the whole thing. The, the, the things on the sides, uh, you know, yeah. I think it'd be very. It'd be that Bangor main show is going to be very tough to do. Be able to do that. <laughs> I, no, <laughs> I, I, I that, don't that's think it would be shows. tough.
0: I think one of the great hallmarks of this stage and the design is that it's highly scalable. They can lug it around and use exactly the right amount of stage and show for the venue, so that they aren't limited. Oh, we can't play banger because. You know, they'll just use a few less pods and the computers handle the rest of it. You know, in terms of lighting and everything else. You know, there's just yeah. a little bit more
1: neon tape, of, like Paul, don't step over there. Gene, It'd be interesting for well, those The arm things would be interesting for like Bang Maze. It would be interesting.
0: Well, they haven't used those at every venue either. So they do. They, well, they have huh? No, they do get rid of those when they simply can't be flown or installed properly, and so that's no big deal. What the main attraction is is that video screen that you're looking at and the The fire that i mean it's everything in front of you basically everything else can be rearranged and you're still getting the kiss show and for people who've not been to multiple shows you know what ignorance is bliss they don't know what they're missing and they may see something on event on like one of these madison square garden videos but that they'll be able to tell in terms of scale that that's massive now one of the other things that was mentioned um on the FAQ about last night's show was obviously they come, they came down on the pods, uh, at the start of the show, similar, but now there's someone to assist Gene coming off his pod, is what, uh, they mentioned that he, there was someone on stage to help him last night as he stepped off. What, what do you recall of that, if anything at all?
1: Uh, I think, I mean, I think, uh, even on, um, he had a little bit of help too, even on, getting on i don't know if he was getting on the lift the arm lift or off when the arm lift get down and then he you know with that thing and then down uh i think he had help again good at the time so i don't know if there's something going on or he just you know the boots or something maybe he i mean come on man they haven't done it in now in how long it's been how many months
0: yeah, and he he definitely had problems with his feet last tour because they showed obviously the the redesign of his boots for the arches and better support yep. and whatnot. So maybe you know, <clears> you know I noticed he, he's too, pushing seventy.
1: Yeah, you know we you know we saw I noticed too is that uh, you know you do the fire. Mm-hmm. Usually the guy's there, but he's usually in the back area. He's kind of hidden in a way.
0: Yeah, you know And what I'm then he's runs like, out and grabs the block and does the yeah yeah the, the blanket but, but, over.
1: But, yeah, but the thing is, it's like usually they have the guy hidden and Gene usually walks. You know, puts like whatever and the stuff in his mouth and grabs a mm-hmm. thing and then turns around and then starts walking back out on the stage. You know, usually the guy's hidden. Like last night, the guy wasn't really hidden. Guy came out like almost halfway out on mm-hmm. the stage, wide open, torch in hand. Here's the stuff. Here you go, Gene. You standing on the stage going boom, boom, and everybody can see him do it. And then come out and then do it. And then, you know, then the regular stuff. You know, they used to, you know, that's like, I know it's petty, but that's the stuff they used to hide used to be, you know, that mystique hiding. Oh, my God, jeez, Sim's going to blow fire. How the hell did he get that? You know what I mean? So, maybe,
0: you know, I don't think that's actually new because I remember, you know, clearly seeing the guy, you know. I think it's just more a result of how the stage is designed, that there aren't really any of these areas that you can kind of, like, stash a guy. Hide. Yeah, you know, it's not as easy. I think that's just a result of the.
1: Maybe, maybe it's the way with our seats were, too, because on the side, you're looking, you get kind of that side look. You know, more – not totally side, but you can see a different – you know, a different perspective. I mean, we we saw – friends of ours were farther back. So some some friends were a little bit further back in their pictures and their pictures, and it looked like it's a – they look – you know, some of their pictures, they look like they're in, you know, Master Square Garden or the Boston Garden. You know, mm-hmm. the fireworks and stuff are going off, the spinners, and it looks like almost like, uh, you know, when everything's going off, almost, and almost – I'm not going to say – I don't want to say 70s look, but I mean, it's got that – you know, it looks massive <laughs> – you know, it looks like they're in a huge arena when everything's going off. But when you're kind of close, you're like, you know, you see things that you don't know, get that full view. That's the thing it's, I think about this. That's the thing I think about this tour is that you actually can actually if you actually stand back or sit back more, you get the full thing. You exactly. get to see the full what's going on. Because when the you're cheap, up close, the, cheap,
0: the cheap seats are the winners for once because you're actually, yeah, unless you've gotten like an obstructed view in the nosebleeds where you're missing parts. <laughs> but if, if yeah. you're in kind of the bowl and you're able to see, you know, even from the angles coming in, you're, uh, I think you're getting a, a good view. I mean, I'm down there on the floor. First 10 rows, I mean, that's just you know, kind of how I've decided to do this tour, work my way up front, um, <laughs> you know, so that when we get to March, you know, I finally got front row for one show. That was the one. That oh, was geez,
1: you're breaking a bank this year. Could kiss Cruise being up front. Wow. Don't tell the wife, right? Is that don't, what
0: you're trying to tell me? Don't well, if anyone wants to look up on eBay, that's why I'm selling off everything to pay for this stuff. Um, no, I mean, don't tell uh, the
1: kids. The kids, kids, college <laughs> No, I, right? I,
0: I, I wanted to no, do no, front teasing. row one more time because just, one of the just one scared. of the best shows. done you know, I'm I'm just explaining myself as a fan and where I come from, and you know, I had tickets for um front row on the farewell tour, and you know the experience of being up there was absolutely insane and i had to. but it was different to... yeah it
1: way different than it is now and See, after that, that nothing you're saying you know back then when you were up front you were actually up front mm-hmm. you know i mean you were actually i mean you and a barrier what a, a couple maybe a foot yeah you know a foot or two whatever it was a couple feet now it's so far like I wonder if the band misses that interaction. I know they need it cause so they shoot off the cannons and stuff. And then they have that section for the super VIPs, you know, that's, that those things, you know, one in front of Gene, yeah, one on like Tommy Morris, Tommy's side, you know, using all that. But that barrier is very far, you know, very far yeah, from the yeah, thing. I wonder raise, if they missed that reaction, to getting close and, you know. You raise a good you know, question. He, love to talk to Paul would, like, about that. Because <laughs> Gene would stick his, you know, feet out and, you know, be like people touch and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. they like to touch the feet and stuff like that. But now that ain't gonna happen anymore. Well, unless you go on the cruise. Well, except that's not even really, on the cruise anymore. <laughs> not even on the cruise because they pushed that barrier back since yep. the be earlier years now too. So that's that's further pushed back. So, you know, so I wonder if they missed that interaction or the fans missed that interaction,
0: or that they're happy. Get them away from me. That's better. Hey.
1: Me, I don't know what for what. If they're high enough,
0: but whatever, you know, I know whatever, high whatever. Enough, do. Yeah, whatever the case, you know, the front row ruined me. It ruined the concert experience. So fourth row was never good enough. You know, tenth row was never good enough. Nosebleeds <laughs> were certainly never good enough. So I wanted one more front row experience, and I'm looking, you know, I'm looking for it. I'm going to be. In and where, where you do that? Is it in the California, to the L.A. or? No, uh, I'm not. I, I canceled L.A. because. Uh, you know, travel. But so what's uh, the be, other
1: what's, so when's the when's the other show?
0: That'll be Oakland. So
1: uh, Oakland, so that's not too far from you? A couple no. hours?
0: Not even. It's uh, just a little train ride. So Uh-oh.
1: that's not bad. now are uh, you know, like in the front row, where are you? Between Left and right? Paul. You're in the middle, somewhere in the middle area? Yeah. There you go. Nice. You just jumped right on there, didn't you?
0: I'm I'm not I'm not gonna do any selfies. I'm not gonna film. I'm gonna bad leave I'm, you I'm better doing... do some.
1: Come on, no? man! You got to do something. Nope. You got to do a little. Nope. You got to put a little smile on your face and go. See, it's the end. You got it. Mm. You got You got to have the person behind you. Hey, can you take a picture for me? You know. You Actually, got you gotta to, I'll you. have to do that
0: with uh, you know one of one of my friends is going to be next to me. You know, we bought. Oh, you got it.
1: Yeah, especially especially when they do the you know the rock and roll all night and the confetti starts going off. You got to. Oh yeah, you're that's the fair. Up, that, that's You're gonna, fair, yeah. you're gonna be like the white out, red, red and white, white out, man. You got to. Yes, and they're still using the red and white confetti. Good. <laughs> and, and, and they were only purple streamers. I, I didn't see any white last night. So.
0: So same streamers, <laughs> same confetti, um, same same balloons, black and no, white. No,
1: I and, sound boring. Everybody's like, Yeah man, you're always off the hook." I mean, like, <laughs> and it's like I'm I'm actually really mellow today because. I don't know. It was fine. It was good to see. They sounded like again. They sounded fine. It just didn't seem always that like loud. Sound good. You know what I mean? I don't know.
0: I, I I think you seem really enthusiastic. <laughs> you don't seem down or you know. No, I anything. mean like
1: I like. I, I mean, I went from David Lee Roth their band being really loud. It wasn't like over loud, but it was loud. To Kiss it came out and they were, like loud, but then all of a sudden it was like oh, they should be louder than the opening okay. act I
0: thought David Lee Roth how loud was he on an Ace Freely scale
1: not even close <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go <laughs> I, they,
1: I, I don't know if any well the people there, who were there that know right but I'll tell you people said oh man I've seen Ace Frehley Ace Frehley's really loud now like really loud I'll, I'll tell you I've been to a lot of Ace Freely shows you know because you know he lived in the Connecticut area and, it's not, and he used to do a ton of shows in here and a you know, late 80s, 90s, 2000s, whatever. And then, you know, now he's moved and wherever he's moving back and forth. Wherever he's going. I don't know. Whatever his Ace is doing now. So uh, there was a show in New Jersey, um, uh, an outdoor show in a uh, car parking lot. And we joke about it. You know, there, there was a big... Is a joke, you know. Oh, Ace is playing. Look at he's playing in a, you know, a dealership. All right, he's playing mm-hmm. in a dealership in New Jersey. Wow, I'll tell you. Talk about loud. People, will just like, oh my God, if, it was so loud. I'm telling you, if that was like indoors, people's ears would have been bleeding. I'm telling you, people would have been dropping. On the ground, it was so loud, and he's just like, "Come on, turn it up, turn it up." I think the band at one point says, "No more." No more. So many people are like, "Don't do it, don't, don't raise your hands anymore, please, don't do it." I mean, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not complaining about like, you know, loud music, and but you could still hear him. It wasn't distorted either, but it was so. Oh my god, <laughs> my ears were ringing for like a month. And, uh, you know, and that's I the mean, sad
0: thing for Ace is that he still couldn't hear his monitors, no matter how loud it gets. He re- his hearing has just so affected the poor guy. So
1: Yeah. yeah I, from- I, mean, but I, mean, I, I mean, I don't know if I haven't seen him since. I don't. No, I don't think I've seen him since. That, that was the last time I've seen him because he hasn't done anything around, say, this area or, or an area I can get to him yet probably will be coming back out when he does the Oranges 2 or Origins 2 is coming out, I would imagine so. I think it's mm-hmm. supposed to be coming out at some point soon, yes, I would so. hope. I wish he he just skip that and move on to his his own stuff. He's Man, probably anyone's... already
0: he's probably already working on the next studio album. I'm I'm glad he's you know I making hope so. music, being creative. I'm looking forward to Origins Volume Two just because I, I'm interested to see what the track list is and what the stories are and why he's covering them. I I hope he pulls something else out of the Kiss catalog. You know he maybe does a picks a song off Lick It Up to do this time. Um, why? <laughs> why not? You know, it's he's ace he's the ace. He can do what he wants.
1: I know, I know. I just think like, again. I I love Ace. You know that everybody. You know, I love Ace too. Like, and I love the music and all that stuff. But mm, I wasn't really I wasn't really keen on Origins. One, I don't.
0: I don't he listen does. to it much. Come on, i I don't, I don't yeah. listen to it. If I had listened to any of those songs, it's usually because I'm listening to the album the original artist did the song on. When I'm listening to Ace Frehley, I'm listening to Spaceman, Space Invader, Anomaly, Frehley's Comet, you know, all of his catalog. So He doesn't
1: need to sing all the time. That's that's the other thing, too. I think he should ask some other people to sing.
0: He's got some great singers in his band right
1: now, so, you know, who yeah. can do Well, who knows? You know, he does that, right? He switches off people. No. Just because just he uses the Gene Simmons band, or whatever you want to call themselves, the Talisman guys, is that what they call themselves now, or whatever they call themselves. I mean, did he really use them in the studio? I mean, did he use other people in the studios? Who who knows? You know, that's his that's his thing. Yes, I'm I be, I'm grateful that he's still around. I'm grateful that he's more healthy. I'm grateful that I'll be able to see him when he when he does come out. Uh, I just like to see a, n- a new album. Hey, I, you know, I like I would love to see another Gene and Paul album, yeah. Yeah, another Kiss album. Really? I
0: well, mean, how long you know, has it been it, now? It, as Pascal mentioned, you know, you're going to get that new Paul album sooner than later. You know, Soul Station. So there you go. It'll make you happy. You'll be no. singing along for hours.
1: No, and I mean no as in no as in like whatever. <laughs> I want to. No, I want to. You know, you have been through this, right? What was the last Kiss song? Period. If you wanted, right? Isn't it the Japan song with the girls? Isn't it Don't Touch My Ass Girl from Scooby-Doo? So many, so many mentioned that. With me and Pascal mentioned the other day on a video. But could you buy that, like on a record or, or thing officially? Yeah. No. So the last one that you can buy. So really, is the last song, song was that Sam Rice song with the girls, right? Yeah. A pop gram girls, come on, really, come on. You know, it's been so many years. Even if they made a small EP. No,
0: uh, do what Motley Crue did. Motley put out a single song,
1: all bad things to go with there,
0: the end, of uh, the, there, the end, you know, one song. I'm sure there is still plenty of dross left over from Gene Simmons vault that could be knocked into shape as a kiss song with, you know, whether it was Paul and Gene sharing vocals for one last time.
1: How about a Gene, Paul, a Gene song, a Paul song, and then a together song? You know, they they can sing.
0: Well, why not Why not go the full hog then? A Gene song, a Paul song, a Tommy song, an Eric song, and a whole together song, you know, and just finish <coughs> it off as an EP, you know, like Quaternary from Motley Crue, you know, oh. just like the way they did that. So send Tommy off into the studio to do a solo song, you know, but ha- and then bring it back to have Kiss do. So Tommy's the director. And yes,
1: yeah. Same with
0: Eric, uh, you know. have. Well, just, just,
1: just something, just something to kind of, you know. Just just something. It's been so long. You know, yeah, too, too, you, way, you, I, way too I, I've long. Totally,
0: I've totally lost, you know, the will to worry about any of that anymore. Oh, worried it's about my- it,
1: but I would just like it.
0: Or uh, to what even more? really think of, to even really think about it because in it just your
1: seems face, it
0: just seems so futile. I put so much emotional energy into wishing that Psycho Circus wouldn't be the final Kiss album. I really wanted them to erase that as the bookend of their career, and they did with Sonic Boom and then with Monster in terms of if in terms of albums and the excitement when Sonic Boom was announced and coming to fruition and being released with you know the stories of the the artwork and the songs and figuring out where they'd been recycled from you know that really satisfied my urge for kiss ever having to really do anything again so and one of those songs is being performed on this tour so you know would a final final kiss song be nice yeah without a doubt
1: it, you, know, just, you know, I mean, if they had the one song, willing. they could still fit it in. It's one extra song, fit it in, and the set well, the one Well, they're song. Kissed.
0: They wouldn't even need to perform it.
1: Come oh, okay. I'll, I'll get rid of Say yarn and put the newer song in.
0: I don't I don't think Paul would allow that. You know, so no,
1: it's a I'm Psycho just,
0: Circus. Give it a Psycho Circus.
1: I, I yeah. actually I have to say, though, I think Psycho Circus actually works really well on this tour. It does. It, and you know, uh, I've it never it been sounds, a fan of it, but it is fun. The whole visual thing and the sound of it, it sounds really good. I do. I really like that whole the, the circus tent thing in the background. It works. I think this works. And you know, even Kim, I know everybody said it too. This whole thing about <clears throat> you know, Kiss in Vegas, man, I mean, that, sh- that show now is set up for Vegas. Like, they could have actors playing Gene and Paul and using Gene and Paul and Tommy and Eric's, you know, their real voices, you know, lip syncing in Vegas, you know, and have actors doing basically this kind of setup. Yep. you know, I mean, would it work for, for how long? I don't know. They'd have to keep changing and revamping the show after X amount of time. I would imagine just like everything else. There's so much stuff in Vegas and then it just dis- disappears. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have some amount of a year and then, okay, either revamp it. If it did good, just revamp it. If it did good, if it didn't do so well, then it's done. Yep. But I mean, Hey, this is all set up perfectly for, for somebody to take over, and do this in Vegas as a as a Vegas show, and people are. Like, uh, it, it, I mean, it, you know, and you. It, 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 how many people go to Vegas? A lot. How many people are in Vegas? A lot. How many people mm-hmm. would go see it just on a curiosity basis if the tickets weren't like outrageous? A lot, you know. I mean, it, it, you know, imagine sitting there in a, in, a, in a in a in a that thing and seeing this like, oh man, this this was kiss. Yeah, I mean, it just this it this could be like when they're done. I mean, really done, you know. You know, Gene and Paul like passed away, and I, not not that I want to say that, that ever happened, geez, no. But I mean, you know, at some point, we really physically and everything else can't do something. But I mean, that would be really cool to something like that. And uh, the other discussion was again, like we talked about this yesterday too, is I'm just surprised that Gene and Paul haven't made some kind of deal, like with the Universal Studios, about doing uh, a ride, you know, for all these years, a ride, a Kiss ride. You know, a coaster or a 3D thing. Come on, really. <laughs> it's it's I don't, all set I don't, up.
0: I don't think the money's there, to be perfectly honest. I think KISS is really fading in terms of its, you know, popular culture appeal. I think that really is the past, which is why the stuff like, you know, it's all Star Wars and Harry Potter these days. Because it's it's just a different era, you know, and, well, and we're, go, we're, if we're if hanging park, on to it. You
1: know, if, you, if you're in a park, you go to it.
0: Yeah, but no one's going to invest in it to pay for it. So, and, you know, Gene and Paul are in the business of not losing their own money. They lose other yeah. people's, let other people, you know, front the money and take the risk. They don't do the risk. And that's what they get from having built name, value, recognition is that they get people who come to them with ideas and more importantly, come to them with the funding. So, yeah. You know, True.
1: I guess we have all these visuals. would be kind of cool things to see from them. Well, I,
0: you know, all these things that they talked about, the Kiss theme park, you know, I, th- I think that's all left in the past better, you know, because when you look at something like Kiss meets the Phantom, it didn't work then. And,
1: you know, it worked then. It was like number one television show. It worked. That's what they wanted. That's what they got. I mean, corny as it sounds, right? Or oh, they were like the number two thing. Yeah, the but most in ter- watched in, thing on in, TV. In, terms,
0: in terms of today, it doesn't translate into what would work today with audiences. Oh. You mean you mean like trying to do the Kiss Meets of Phantom over again? Or revamp no, or, or, it? or trying to do anything at a theme park. I mean, oh. pe- people just want more and expect more out of it that I think Kiss could really, you know. Provide as an experience unless you're actually experiencing a KISS concert from inside a cannon, You know, one of the the flame things because the excitement is from the audience looking in on so many things that are KISS related. So, uh, again, I, I like the idea that you mentioned that the, they're set up for Vegas and who knows what the future will hold. But let's leave that here. We're at, you know, no, 90 I know, we all minutes. over the
1: place. It's not like me and the other night. We're just like all over the place live at 4, 4.30 in the morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's how it should be. But, you know, it was important to touch base with someone who went to the show last but, night just to get a feel for it For Dave Lee Roth. And, you know, all the other topics that we've talked about are just, you know, pure bonus of two friends talking, which is really nice.
1: I, I think the, the frame of people now have to go. If you, if you're not new and you decide you're on a fence of going, Um uh, it's a, again, you go or not go. If if the you know a Groupon thing comes up, you rather two for one tickets or whatever, you know whatever. If something's not selling, if you're on the fence of going, you want to go, go. If you don't want to go, I guess don't go. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not going to as many shows this year either. I mean, I'm going to a couple. Another show, I'm skipping a couple more. You know, I got other things to do. Save my money for. I want to save my money for and do stuff and um, other things, and I want to set up for this whatever uh, next year's that la- you know the last show is.
0: Yeah. Same same here. I mean, what I tell people, you know, about going to these shows is if you're on the fence because you don't agree with where Kiss has gone 15 years ago when that decision was made to continue, you know, think about the social aspects. Could you get something out of it from congregating with friends, with fellow fans and having those debates and talking and listening to the songs that, you know, presumably you still like? regardless of what the the band made as a business decision way back when. Put that stuff off to the side and maybe go because you want to be a part of the community side of it one last time rather than the band. And if you're just really not into it, you don't have to justify yourself to anyone. You know,
1: do what's and, right you know, for you. And I'm telling you, all of us, all of us, when this totally, totally really ends, within a year or two, all of us are gonna go, Oh my god, I wish they come back. We'll need freaking uh, what am I gonna do? We're all of us gonna need some kind of therapy in a way. <laughs> Seriously. You know, some people oh they they should just retire and it's over with. Well I got news, even even if you say that, all that stuff, you know, at some point at some point you're gonna be like, Oh my god, I, where is this? You know, I wanna meet up with friends again before the show. Talk about the show. Do all this stuff in the same thing. And be like, oh, man, I missed this. It's going to – I mean, they've been on the road now for how long? They haven't taken a break. That's the other thing. They haven't really taken a like a huge, long break. They've never been really out of kind of the public eye. Huge, huge, you know. And they could, like I said, they can still draw and they've been on to, on tour, on to, 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 you know. So anyways, but uh, I did enjoy it. We had fun. And that's all accounts that counts, really. We had fun. We had fun. What- that's that's the perfect ending spot, you know we had you know fun. we looked at each other, we danced around a little bit, we had fun, you know we had drinks, we had great friends again, meet up with some old friends, meet new friends, I you know have fun, you know that's all that's all I can say nowadays, you know, because you've been to so many shows, I mean unless something like seriously something super backly changes on a thing, it's whatever it is, you know, who knows, maybe they'll change some songs as they keep going on too, who knows. Mm-hmm. No, no, no.
0: Maybe they can keep it fresh, you know. Knock in a few songs here, and one, you know, it's ones or twosies, and that's fine. So, and, and
1: maybe a special guest will show up.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, I've had my special guest know. for this week, so I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna end again, it there.
1: Th- thanks for, thanks for having me on, and uh, thanks for having Pas on. And uh, again, it's always fun to do this stuff. And I know I, 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 I'm not as like all crazy and wild as I usually am, but uh, I still had, we still had a lot of fun. And uh, I'm just grateful that, I mean, jeez, man, I'm still seeing the band. I was like, man, if I'd be able to see the band until I'm 30, right, the band in class till I'm 30, it's awesome, 40, wow, I'm going to be, you know, 51 in March. I'm like, wow, I'll still be able to see them. They're going to be 51 in, you know, March, and I'm going to see them in September again, and i can still be, you know, <laughs> Seen him, and he, like again, jeans seventy. It's like seeing your mom or your dad if you're if you're in that kind of age group. Hey, you got yeah, you do that for a couple hours. You know, you gotta give them you gotta give him credit. Gotta you give know? them they respect. know, they, they can't run around as fast as they used to, but you still gotta give them a thousand percent credit to be able to do that as much as they can. You yeah, know, I as guess. much as they can. And Tommy you know, I and know.
0: Eric have to work hard as well. You know, Is,
1: yeah, they all. I mean, they all do. I mean, they know, all That's do. the thing. Yep. And Gene's creeping around a little bit more, I seem to notice, maybe because this is the agent slowing down, but he's starting to do more of that kind of creeping thing again, like the old days, or at least I love that, the slow creeping thing.
0: Well, maybe he's getting some vitamin B shots before the show, so.
1: Maybe, who knows? You know, what, and, Whatever. And Paul's not jumping and doing as much, but I mean, he's still, you know, always put his feet together and he does that, you know, the, with his feet going like that. You know, I'm telling you, if you don't do that, that's a lot of strain. That's a lot of strain on your knees alone if you did that in sneakers and shoes. Try doing that. And then, of course, you get the platforms on. You got to get Paul, especially, he's said hip surgeries, knee surgeries, right? You name it. Man, if he's still doing that, doing that, you know, doing that thing, doing this, man, that's a toll. Especially, you know, they're in this, they only, you know, he's 68, 69, whatever. I mean,. I can't. Uh, you gotta give you gotta give him credit. You gotta I'm, seriously you gotta give the two guys credit. He's still pulling good good half decent numbers. Every people complain, oh they're not making money. Of course they're making money. If they weren't making money, they wouldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> so I enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. We all had fun. And that's all I can say. I mean That's it. Cool. I mean and people are right. even there with smiles too, you know? People are like, Oh, that was cool, that was awesome. Love hearing that stuff when you start leaving. First time I've ever seen him. Love that. Oh, that was cool, that was really cool. You know, so you know? You can I can't do what I did, even though I'm spazzy sometimes and run around like my head cut off and do all kinds of crazy. I can't do what I did when I was ten. You know what I mean? I still, you know, stuff I can't do anymore. I wish I could do, but it, it is what it is. So, anyways, again, yeah, it was a great. We had fun. The end.
0: <laughs> and uh, let's end, let's end it on there. The end. I know, you know so, so thank you.
1: Andy. Oh, thanks thanks PASC, for
0: coming on the show to talk about last night's show and a whole bunch of other stuff. And, uh, thank you all for listening to the kiss FAQ podcast (laughs) and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye for now. (laughs) Thank you for spending time listening to the kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the kiss FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today.